Welcome to the Educators to Educators podcast, a place where educators come together to talk about the best online tools for classroom success. The world of education is changing quickly, and we want to help you stay ahead of the curve with the latest innovations and greatest technology so that you can build an effective and efficient classroom that leaves you time to focus on what matters most, your personal life. Now, let's meet our host, Carrie Conover. Carrie has spent 22 years in education. She spent 10 years in the classroom before becoming an EdTech corporate leader. She now helps educators connect to EdTech companies and EdTech companies connect with teachers. So grab your favorite flare pen or note-taking app and let's get learning. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Educators to Educators podcast. I'm Carrie and I know it's been a while since we've been together on this show. As you know, the Educators to Educators podcast has taken a little bit of a shift. I am back to what I would call my original passion behind this show, which is helping teachers connect to ed tech companies and ed tech companies connect to teachers. Today, I am joined by Joel Jacobson, CEO and partner at Defined Learning. Joel is a graduate of the University of Hartford with a BSBA in marketing and a graduate of Loyola University Chicago with an MBA in finance and marketing. He spent 12 years with United Learning before working as a sales director and VP of strategy and business development at Discovery Education. Joel and I missed each other when I worked at Discovery Education. I wish we would have crossed paths, but we are crossing paths now. In June of 2009, he stepped out on his own and co-founded Defined Learning. Defined Learning provides high-quality, project-based learning for all. And I know many of you love using project-based learning in your classroom, so you are going to love learning about Defined Learning. Defined Learning's mission is to drive student engagement, which we all need more of in our classroom, especially post-COVID. We're all talking about how hard it is to get students engaged K through 12. So their mission is to drive student engagement and achievement through real world project-based learning. They provide teachers with high quality instructional materials and they use those materials to implement PBL that builds future ready skills. Joel, welcome to the Educators to Educators podcast. Thank you for having me. Yes, it's so great to have you. I know you are a very busy human being, so thanks for stepping away from all of that to speak to all the educators, not only in the United States, but worldwide. Why don't you start off by talking to us a little bit about the story of Define Learning and how it came to be? Sure. Um, we started Define Learning in 2009, and we wanted to focus on relevance because based on all of our experience, we understood that the students, students were saying, why do I need to learn something? This was something that was common in the classroom. So we decided to, to try and create, a, at the time, a video-based service helping students make the connection from the classroom to the real world. And we did that through the use of careers. So if I was in geometry, we might focus on somebody that's an architect, and they talk about how they use geometry on every day as part of their, their job. We'd ultimately uh, relate that back to all the standards. So we had a series of videos that would, had great coverage across the standards. Um, as we grew, 
and our people were using our videos, it was a common request. Can we create more of a project-based path and, and create projects that would then take you into that, you're, you're that architect, but now you have to create, solve a problem or make a recommendation through the lens of, of that architect or the day in the life of an architect type of thing. And, and we bit, built that, um, we probably in about 2012, th those were out there ready, ready to go. And we've correlated those to all the state and, and national standards. And we have hundreds of those. We have almost probably close to uh, 800 of these, what we call, what, we use the Wiggins and McTie Understanding by Design Framework to get at project-based learning. So we really use that UBD model and so we have about 800 performance tasks in our library on the Define Learning platform. After, after a number of years, and probably after we were probably around 5,000 schools, somewhere along those lines, our, our teachers began asking, we love this, this, the way that our students are you know, taking, taking initiative, are, are engaged, and the engagement just was so huge. Um, can we do something that just focuses on careers? So we have this one piece that that it, it is really tethered to the standards really focuses on uh on the standards can we just kind of decouple that and create create an opportunity for students and you know really in k through 12 to start to experience careers and get have a sense of where they fit in the world and where their opportunities might be you know based on their you know wants needs abilities whatever but just giving them the opportunity to experience different um careers and and it's one of are the, the developers of this says you can't be what you can't see. So we really took that, took that on and giving students opportunities to see just any career that they were, they were potentially interested in things they had never heard of. That service is called Define careers. So we have the Define learning and Define careers and Define careers has been out in the market for about uh, two and a half years and really growing and giving students experiences uh, to, to various careers. So that's really our, our backstory. I love how companies evolve and that it sounds like you were really listening to the educators, what they were coming back to you and saying, we love the problem-based learning. We would love more of this. And you listened and you built that. I think that's such a sign of a healthy education company. Tell me a little bit about the careers. So um, what, what would that look like for a school district? How do they use defined careers? I think it makes sense with project-based learning, how you yeah. might use that in the classroom. So how are you seeing school districts use defined careers? So that's my first follow-up question with that. And then also tell me a little bit about with defined careers, how you're seeing that help. I, I'm personally really passionate about not every kid is maybe meant to go to college or a four-year institute. So are, are you finding that you're opening up, um, especially at the high school, middle school levels, um, students' minds to possibilities that they never thought of, maybe even a student who's struggling a little bit academically? Yeah, it's a good question. I, I would also add, you know, before I get into that, that the, the fun part of this job is that we've worked with so many teachers over the years we go and present and, and we will get, you know, comments. So you guys have thought of everything. We've really thought of very little. We just listen and um, teachers provide us feedback, you know, things, things as simple as how, how can I go into a PBL unit and create a group? Like we need to have groups. So we didn't have that initially, but we saw the ability there for teachers really to break their students and they're, they're in a teams groups, whatever they're referring to them as. So things like that, 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 you know, teachers that are really have developed this, this, and we just, yes, we listen, but you know, they've, they've kind of given us the roadmap. Amazing. Um, 
how we how we utilize how we see defined careers being utilized, especially in middle school, is around career exploration. So it's really going in. We do have an assessment that will certainly okay. point you in the right direction. We have a, we also have an aptitude based assessment that, a, as a student finishes eighth grade, um, they would actually be able to go through that assessment and get a real clear sense of their of their abilities and and what is possible. Um, if you want to, if you if you have the desire to be a doctor, but you're really not good in, in science. That might that we might need to think about another option, and that would really kind of open the student's eyes. It doesn't does they can still be in that in that in that pathway um, ultimately. It might just not be as a, as a doctor. Yeah, maybe um, they could do medical scale sales. Maybe they have a it, great that it, woo. Exactly, that's exactly that's exactly the point. If they're yeah. passionate about something, we're not trying to take that away, but we're just trying to kind of channel what what is realistic on some level with the aptitude test. But we really see it as uh, as exploration when we're in middle school, um, as well as as well as elementary. Elementary is a little different. Elementary, we're really focusing on the clusters. So if we're looking at national 16 clusters, getting an idea of what the different clusters might be in, in oh, K-5. Okay. When, okay. we move in, when we move into six, six, eight, we're really going down into the pathways and giving students a real sense of pathways and what some, some a job might look like. And, and then we take them through an experience or performance task that gives them a little bit of a hands-on or a day in the life of being whatever that career might be. Um, and then when we move into high school, everything is a little bit more advanced. So we, the, the, the complexity obviously going, goes up for high school uh, of the performance task. Uh, they will have more opportunities. So we have over five career options with every pathway. So if they once they go through the assessment and they identify a pathway, they will have a variety of different careers that they can experience. In high school, we do we have, we have been working a lot recently with CTE programs, um, especially in, in in various parts of the country. But we see that as as a growing area. Our high school piece will also allow students to apply through the Common App. We have a common app module and we have an application module. So it, it, it is similar to other resources that are in the market for for college app, the application process, except we really focus heavily on the students and getting the students into the right place, helping them narrow down their choices based on their, you know, based on their career experiences that we've provided them and and ultimately their abilities. Wow. It's interesting if you even as adults, if if we even think about our own nuclear families, I think about how different, like even my siblings are and our skill sets, even growing up in the same households. But I don't think I really even had a clue what was out there. And our, and my career has just snaked through all these different things. Right. Whereas I look at my husband and he's been an accountant his whole life. Right. And that's right. his skill set. And so it's interesting to me to think about my own children, right? They, they see me as this entrepreneur who's had all these different types of jobs. And then they see my husband who's been in one career path. And that's all they really know. Even me being in education, you think I would have all these resources to teach them, but I don't. And I think it is important that they are also getting that at school. And I do think it has been something that has been missing I will say I'm really glad it's not something else that's just being put on teachers' plates. So this is a tool that is so important. You're building it for teachers, and it's so easy for them to use. So can we talk a little bit about if a teacher wants to start exploring your resources, how can they do so, especially summertime right now is a great time for that. So how can they get their hands on it? How can they start playing and exploring? 
Sure, they can go to uh, www.defined, that's D-E-F-I-N-E-D, learning.com and request a free trial. We're also here to help. So as teachers are exploring, we have a team that will answer any questions, give them a webinar, show them the, the, if it's about groups or whatever it is, you know, really help them and guide them for what's, we, every classroom's not the same. So we wanna make sure that we're there to address any questions. So we have a team that's here to do that. Wonderful. As we're wrapping up this interview, I'd like to, we're gonna finish with three things. So first of all, can you think of a success story you'd like to tell us about a school district or a student? Something that really just, when you think back, like, wow, we had impact. Yeah, there's there's so many of them. We have we have case studies up on our website, but but we we recently um, have started working with a third party that's that's really done evaluations of our content. Like, what impact are we truly having? Because we don't want to, you know, it, it, that's why we're here is is to have a, a level of impact. And I would say we have we did a research study in Fort Wayne, um, Indiana, where we showed significant gains in math and reading. The one that and we have several of these, but the one that really jumps out at me is, is, is we spent a lot of time on the careers piece is in Broken Arrow, um, just outside of Tulsa, Oklahoma. We have, we did a study with sixth, seventh and eighth graders and more of a survey based study. This is an ongoing piece, but how did we impact their interest in careers, their, them knowing what it would take to, to be in a particular career and their overall awareness. And, and the numbers were, were significant. And that, that was really cool because that, this careers piece, again, was something that started with teachers saying, hey, this would be great if you could do this. And we took a little bit of a leap of faith, like is a project-based path going to really work for this careers application? And that was certainly validating that we saw it there, that, that the exploration was really coming to fruition and students were then going into high school and it would help guide them as they're going to high school around courses they need to take and things of that nature. Wow. I'm also thinking of all the amount of dollars that you're probably saving people whose kids are going to college clueless to what to even study. The right. amount of degrees that people get that they don't even know, have any clue what to study. So I'm sure there's a lot of parents that are going to be thanking you in a few years as well. Um, okay. And then also, where do you see Define Learning going? You have the PBL, you have Define Careers. I know you have a professional development part of Defined. Where do you see yourself going, the company, in the next few years? Well, we're going to, you know, we really, again, pride ourselves on listening and, and growing um, somewhat organically. We, we, have a, we have a path on defined careers in particular that we are going to do a lot more for the parents. You mentioned the parents. So, so as a parent, I, I, I can't tell you how many times I've been in a conversation with somebody where, where their, their, their son or daughter has said, I'm going to go to, a big, a big school and, and the parents like, you're, you're not going to make it at a big school. So really helping get everybody on the same page. A lot of what happens that, or what we see in schools is the students are given information that doesn't necessarily make it to the parents. So we want to create that connection to the parents. If it's, how do I apply for financial aid? Where are their scholarships? So this, the parents are part of that process a little bit more. Um, that, that's one thing that I see is, is something that we will for sure take out in the next 12 to 18 months. I love that as a as a parent of a middle schooler and a high schooler, I am shaking my head. Uh, definitely could use that. So thank you for sharing all of that. Uh, I want to have a little fun now, if we can. That was absolutely fun, but even a little more fun. I like to do end my podcast with rapid fire questions. Now I have to tell you, I have a big long list of rapid fire questions that I ask, and many of these were questions like, 
would you rather have a career you loved or a million dollars? And I had to just scrap all those because I already know you have a career you loved. All these ones about money versus a career you loved, I'm like, I already know you love your career. So I scrapped all those. So we're going to start with some one answer questions and we're going to end with some a little bit deeper questions. So are you ready to be in the hot seat? Let's do it. Hey there, one quick second before we get into this rapid fire with Joel. Did you know that I just launched a brand new product for teachers called Ed Tech School with Carrie Conover? It is a certification where you can scream from the rooftops, I know Ed Tech products. That's right. You go through a self-paced course that teaches you all about different ed tech products that you probably didn't even know about, like products like Define Learning. And at the end of each week, you take a quiz. And at the end of the course, you take a final exam. And when you pass with 90%, you get a certificate saying that Carrie Conover gives you a stamp of approval as passing ed tech school. If you want to learn more, you can head over to carrieconover.com and click Learn with Carrie. I'll see you in ed tech school. Okay. Cats or dogs? Yeah, that's a tough one. We've we've had cats and dogs. Mm. I, I would so I would say probably dogs. <laughs> I'm there with you on that one. Okay. We both live in the Chicagoland area, summer or winter. I, I'll say summer. Okay. Except for when it's like so humid in Chicago, right? That you're like melting. <laughs> I love, I love our fall. I think I fall is, so fall is the best time here. Yeah. So, but yeah, that wasn't part of, part of the equation. So I had to go summer. <laughs> okay. Morning or evening? Definitely morning. Salty or sweet? Salty. Okay. Do you watch TV show? Do you watch TV? I guess I should ask. Or Netflix. I do watch. Okay. I do watch TV. Yes. Okay. Do you watch shows one episode at a time, or do you binge entire seasons? Typically one at a time. Okay. You have to pick one of these, one or the other: physical strength or mental strength. Mental strength. Are you more of an introvert or an extrovert? I would say I'm, I'm more of an extrovert. Okay. Learn by watching or learn by doing? That's a good one. Uh, I'm going to say learn by doing. You and I are very similar as you're answering these, by the way. <laughs> okay. Cannonball into the pool or dip a toe in first? Oh, definitely cannonball. <laughs> Would you rather sleep in late or take a long nap midday? I don't really do both either, I guess, but I would say I, I, I like getting up early. I just am yeah. being productive. So uh, I would, I guess I would say take that nap. Yeah. I'm the same way, but I have mastered the power nap lately. I can take a yeah, good 20 sure. minute power nap. Okay. We're going to end with a few little deep ones. Okay. What is something you did really well as like a kid or a teenager? I would say the thing I did really well as a kid or a teenager, I have a really good group of friends. Oh, um, awesome. I have my best friends are from kindergarten. Oh. So there's, there's six of us. So we're all in our mid fifties. So I think we, 
maintain that relationship for, through ups, trials and tribulations, as everybody knows that those occur. Yes. And I, I, that's probably what I'm one of the things I'm most proud of. That actually gave me goosebumps, especially getting into my uh, mid and late forties. I, those really matter. So that's an awesome answer. Yeah. What's the most common food you order at a restaurant? I'm going to go, I'm going to say pizza. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Okay. Cause I love pizza. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a bucket list like written down somewhere? We don't have a necessarily a bucket list, but it's all, it's certainly about travel. Okay. Um, and we, de- we have a number of places we want to go. My, my, my wife, Julie and I, and uh, so we definitely have a list of, of, of parts of the world that we want to be in. Awesome. Okay. Two more. What is one thing you wish you enjoyed more? Uh, last year's bear season. <laughs> I'm there with you. Okay, finally. I've thought about this one for a long time, so I'm really interested to see what you say. If you were given the chance to start your life over, would you take it? No, no I wouldn't. I, not. I'm... I'm I'm so happy with, you know, where we're at today and, and everything I, I mentioned, my friends and family and everything. So I'm, I'm totally happy. So I, I would not start yeah. it over. You and I are very similar people. That's why I like doing these rapid fire, because I also like to show that, especially to educators out there, that the people that are out there building these products that they're using in their classrooms, first of all, they do listen to teachers. Second of all, they care a lot. And, and third, they're, they're human beings. You know, um, and so I, my goal with this podcast is to help bridge that gap between ed tech companies and teachers. And I think we did some of that today. Joel, thank you for spending this time with us. I look forward to following Define Learning and being a cheerleader of Define Learning. Uh, so thanks for spending time with us today. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Educators to Educators podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Once again, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Educators to Educators podcast.